Now, this week marks 40 years since the start of the Falklands War back in 1982. I was lucky enough to talk to a Falklands War veteran named Robert Dusty Miller. Now, he was down there as the commander of a rapier detachment, and at first, it was a bit of a shock that he was even going. I had the car packed up, ready to go on leave, and we just got a notice saying that nobody was going on leave. And we worked the weekend, and then we drove down to Plymouth and set sail across there and landed on the Falklands on the 21st of May, which was six weeks after the Argentines had invaded on the 2nd of April. And on board that ship on the way down to the Falklands, what were the feelings like? Were you nervous? You knew that the war had started, Argentina had invaded. What were the feelings like amongst the men? Well, we weren't actually really sure that we were going to end up going. We sort of had a hope that the Argentines would see sense and see what was coming at them and pull out. But, you know, that was never going to happen. And I think when the Sheffield got sunk, I think that's when it hit home that this was for real. I'd always been told that the life expectancy of a rapier operator in war because of the radar was something like 15 minutes. So I had this daft idea that I was going to land on the island and 15 minutes later I was going to croak it. But of course, you're not going to pass them feelings onto your blokes. You've got to keep their morale going. And in terms of what you did when you landed, what sort of action did you see? What sort of combat did you see? I don't think I really saw that much, to be honest, or did that much. The way a rapier site deploys, it's actually 12 units and you're actually working together, but you spread out over a 10 by 15k area. And of course, in the Falklands, it's not that many wooded areas, so you pretty much have near enough 360 degrees coverage. I was at San Carlos and I just stayed there for the whole time. But some of my colleagues, they actually went forward to Fitzroy and they witnessed the Galahad going down. One bloke even wrote a book about it and he suffered from PTSD as a result of that. 14th of June, the anniversary of the end of the war when Argentina surrendered. If you could take us back to that moment when you found out they had surrendered, what was that like? I had a feeling before it was actually announced officially because we have a thing called weapon control holders and we were told that uh, we were on weapons hold and that normally doesn't happen. Normally, the weapon control orders would be either weapons-free, which means that if you don't identify it as friendly, you can engage, or weapons-tight, which means you've got to positively identify as hostile. And there is a difference there, but nobody would ever usually go on weapons hold. And it wasn't till later on during the day, about a couple of hours later, I started to think, maybe it's all over. And, um, yeah, sure enough, the next day it was announced. We got the citrate that the... British flag was flying over Stanley. So this is where it gets a bit funny because the war ended, you flew home back to the UK and your mum, she didn't actually know that you went to the Falklands, did she? I think she guessed in the end, but I didn't tell her. What I did was I got the Naffy manageress to... um, I wrote them myself and I asked her to post them one a month, which she did, so I never told my mum I was going. And when we landed at RAF Warrington... Somebody came onto the aircraft and said, you know, go down there, shake hands with the Brigadier, the Mayor of Glanford, and then go and meet your family. Well, there was no shaking hands happening because the crowd just barged past all the RMPs and they were running to meet their sons and, and their husbands. So I wasn't expecting my mother to be there because I'd never told her I was going, but she turned up with a bus full of customers from the pub and my dad and my family. 
and then she came across, she gave me a hug, and then she gave me a smack. <laughs> and she said, don't ever try that one again. I didn't want her to worry, but I realised what a stupid thing it was, because mothers know. Mothers know. They're not thick. It's mother's instinct, isn't it? Yeah. So did you ever go back to the Falklands after the war? I went back a year later, operationally, as a rapier detachment commander again, but I have not been back since 1983. But I've got it on my bucket list to actually go back one day and take my daughter with me. Robert Dusty Miller there telling us all about his time in the Falklands during the war back in 1982.